This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Happy holidays still. It's still Christmas. Ano ba? Christmas feeling pa rin sa ugat. Over a glass or two. But guys, this time, we will not speak a lot of Tagalog. We will speak a lot. Ano ba? Mostly English. It's because our special guest can't understand and speak Tagalog. But oh my God. It's so worth it because it's so beautiful. It's a nosebleed <laughs> Sunday afternoon. OMG. <laughs> I swear. I was like... Like starstruck and stunned. Jacas couldn't even speak. He was just like, uh, uh, I was like, I was. I bet he just woke up, but he's like, he's, he's still so guapo. Omg, so I know a Hollywood actor, film Hollywood actor. Yes. Wow. So I hope everyone are awake right now. It's two o'clock. So, anyways, good morning, Pasa. I mean, the rest USA. It's ten o nine. PM and it's what 11 11 AM in California and it's 3 AM it's in, the in the Philippines I know I know so you know what next time we're gonna do it like in the evening if we will have a part two with but our very okay special guest but it's okay because you know what this is a podcast anyway they will catch it later exactly they will yes, catch it later when they wake up in the Philippines in the Philippines yes anyways um, I hope you guys are tuning in because and if Please feel free to ask any questions because I swear you've seen this beautiful, oh, good looking Filipino American in like in a lot of our movies in the Hollywood, right? Like, like, uh, one of the, maybe we were watching it last night, Jika Se. Ano yon? 
Um, the, yes, oh my god, ang guapo sobra. Namamatay. Mm. Ah, sana naintindihan niya ang guapo-guapo mo. So anyways, kay Jcast, introduce our special guest Ay, for today. Pinagreet. Ay, sorry pala, go. Ay, yes, sabi ko sa iyo, wala ka sa sarili mo eh. Wala kasi ang guapo eh, naano ko eh. Okay, ko. Good morning po sa lahat ng mga Filipinos and non-Filipinos in different time zones, in different continents, in different galaxies. It is whole wide universe. Verse, 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 verse. Okay. <laughs> Diretso na tayo. Teka, And, we would oh, like ngayon. to say Sophia oh, Lim. <laughs> Sophia Lim. Oh, oh. Beautiful people, hey, Jesse and Jekas. Hello. Oh, okay. Oh, Mark is watching. And Kuya Joy is watching. Kuya Joy, you're home na. Nate Eva, Merry Christmas to you guys. So anyways, go ahead, Jekas. Yes, we can't wait. Yes. Our very handsome guest is a Filipino-American originally from Suffern, New York. He has graduated from Hamilton College with a degree in biology. He was in graduate school for medicine when he was discovered by a British film director in New York City who encouraged him to seriously pursue an acting career. Ever since then, he has been acting and modeling full-time. When not in front of the camera, this hunk enjoys sailing, playing soccer, and spending time with his family. He has numerous Hollywood projects, like his guesting on Will and Grace. His role as Sandy since 2017 till now in Tyler Perry's The Haves and Have Not series on the Oprah Winfrey Ch uh, Network or OWN. And of course as Brian on the super fun dramedy series Good Trouble. Friends, let's get to know more of this beautiful and talented man, <laughs> Mr. Michael, Michael Galante! That is the most fabulous intro I've ever had in the history of my career. It, it, your energy is so infectious. It's so wonderful to, to be on here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my God. It's an honor. I know, I know Michael, we just got out of the asylum. I know, exactly. The two of us. I know. And we would like to say thank you to MJ Ricardio. Yes, Yo, MJ, thank no. you. For introducing, oh, my God, this wonderful, wonderful uh, Michael guy. Galante to us. Yeah. Sir, oh, would you like to say hi to everyone, the Philipp especially the Filipinos yeah, who's watching yeah. all over the world? Hello. I, you know, I, hello everybody. Thank you for uh, having me on, and um, to any of you who do watch any of my shows or any of my my films, I I, I appreciate it. Uh, much love to you during this holiday season. Okay, um, I, I forget the word for uh, love in Tagalog. I should know that. Mahal, <laughs> mahal. mahal, mahal, mahal. Lots of mahal to you and your mahal friends. kita, mahal kita. Yes, there you go. Mabuhay. Whenever my mother and I would get excited, I'd go, Mabuhay! It was just something I would like like to scream because it was something that was, you know, energetic yes. and a nice word, a fun word for me to say. I know you are I swear, we were just like starstruck. We, oh, <laughs> he's a good looking human being. <laughs> Now, I do understand the word guapo, so whenever you say that, I do hear that, so I, I do uh, want to know that yeah, so you know that we're talking about you. We were you identifying you earlier, yes. Yes, you yes. are oh, so guapo. Oh, my God. There are a so, few words I do know. Like I said, like certain foods and some uh, certain words. Like I call my mother Maganda. Like that's just yes. like my favorite word because it brings a smile to her face. So Maganda, I always say very elegantly and very beautifully. I try to pronounce it perfectly when I say it to her. Okay. Can you say <laughs> Maganda si Jekas? <laughs> Maganda. <laughs> Yes. There you go. I will, I, I will take that even if he were saying that while you were laughing. Because <laughs> I also say that in front of the mirror and I laugh too. Then the mirror cracks. You know? <laughs> oh my God. Before we ask any questions, yeah. before we start, 
Yeah. Do you have um, anything that you're drinking? Do you? Um, I, I'm uh, drinking coffee right now. Oh, I know. I wish we. Okay, I know. Wait. I wish like next time we will do it like in the evening. Michael. Yeah. Michael. Yes. Uh, I'm also drinking coffee, but because I'm, I'm also prepared because it's you. I have my wine from last night. So I know. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Oh, like, so I'm gonna drink wine first. I know. Yeah, so next time with coffee. Next time we will have a drink, 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 like during the yeah, interview. Okay. Right. Yes. There. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So, guys, sa lahat ng Filip Filipino all over the world, let's all welcome Mr. Michael Galante. Welcome, welcome to, to over a glass, glass or two. two. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. Clink, clink, clink. Okay. Um. Can we have a? Mm, a class picture. A class picture. We always have a snapshot. class picture. Sure, sure. Oh, it's just a snapshot. You want to yeah. raise your, your coffee? Yeah, yeah, and it will, yes, there you go. One, two, three. Yeah. Ayan. <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay, so you don't understand Tagalog. You don't. So, your mom I, I, doing. So I have yeah. a question for you. It's like screwing up your whole show because, like, all of your all of your um, fans are only speak Tagalog or they only. Oh, no, 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 no. All our, our friends. Are watching being like, what is. Who, why are they having this guy on? Oh, no, no, no. Actually, oh. we're. We no, we, we interviewed a lot of. Um, Adam J. Adam no, even a lot of um, non Filipinos. It's okay. starting actually I just January. Show, I just oh, no, 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 no. You will no, no. never ruin anything, Michael. Oh, trust me, you will never, ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, no, because uh, our show, uh, yeah. uh, since the pandemic, we started really interviewing celebrity, uh, celebrity Filipinos, of course, yeah. in the Philippines. And uh, we intertwine it with uh, local uh, uh, celebrities here. Uh, mm -hmm. in, in the U.S. and, and mm -hmm. in between also is really in just inspiring people, even if you're not a celebrity. Yes, oh, yeah. or I, even I love the message that you you are you're spreading. Yeah, or even and if it's not Filipinos and Filipino culture. There's not enough of us in this industry. Yes, so representation. Representation. It's very. There you go. <laughs> it's very dear to my heart. It actually no. inspires me to keep doing what I'm doing too, because there's not enough Filipinos on television. There's not enough here, so. I'm trying to represent um, our culture and, and this culture as well. And, this and, oh my God. and Michael, in the Philippines, when they yes. uh, when they see this later and this becomes an audio <laughs> podcast as well, yeah. um, you know, most Filipinos really understand in, uh, English as well. So that's no, fine. No, don't sure. worry. Yeah, yes, don't sure. And worry. even if they don't understand, they'll just look at you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Like my new best friend. Oh, yeah, exactly. Get, Since yesterday, we can, get, we can actually meet in real and actually have a drink. I would love to do that. Oh, definitely. Wait, yeah. You're originally from New York, right? Me, are you kidding me? I love New York. New York was. Oh where I my god! There. I lived in downtown Manhattan for seven years. It was some of the best times of my life. Well, uh, but you were in, born. But I was born in New, New Jersey, but grew up in upstate New York. So my family's oh. all there. Everyone's really there. I'm here because of work, but I, I miss New York like like crazy. When did you move to to California to Los Angeles? Twenty thirteen. I, I packed up all my stuff and moved out of my apartment downtown and and drove out here. It was pretty. That was a surreal experience and scary. It was scary. I didn't know. I didn't really know anyone in, in California. And leaving my wonderful life. I had a wonderful life and I was in Soho. I lived in Soho with my friends. I was working. I was making some money. It's going well. But I knew. If I really wanted to take this this serious and do this career seriously in the right way, I had to move, and I did, and it it worked out. But I still love those. I miss those New York City streets. I miss the subway. I miss I miss the food. The food. Oh, the, food. the food. Exactly. Yeah, yes, the yes, food. Yes. Oh my god. 
when did you move away what what made i know the reason why you made uh, you move it's oh, because okay. of the the movies so and all right to, uh, yeah i had to move to la no matter what because of, there's more film and television in los angeles there's just more for it you know i was cut doing work in 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 new york and booking some roles and i made enough money where i was like all right if you're gonna do it this is the time to do it so i told my parents i told my friends i said I got to go. And I pack, packed up my car and drove out. It took me like 12, 13 days, journeyed it to LA and then set up there and started. It all worked out. I'm very grateful because that doesn't, it's not always oh, the case. Wow. Took every cent that I had and put it into the trip and then investing into setting up myself in Los Angeles. And I started working here and then it's, it's been, it's been really, really good. Very, very grateful. You a lot of, heart birth, lot of uh, heartache, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of no's, but you know, I, I stayed in it, and now I'm in, in a, a pretty got a pretty good place, and I'm extremely grateful. Always, always grateful. But tell us, okay, yeah. I know you're a good, a good actor, right? But how did it started when you were a younger? Because I know you have a Filipino mother, right? And so ish, ish, I, I was supposed yeah. to be a doctor. My parent, my mom is a nurse. My father's a doctor, and they're like, "Well, you're oh. going to be a physician because this is, you know, this is what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be a professional." And I was like, eh. <laughs> It wasn't really, I wasn't great in school. I wasn't a great student. Like I got decent grades, but I was always, I was joking around. I was like, I was like J-Cast, J-Cast having fun. I was like, that was me. <laughs> always, wanting to have a good time, always wanting to not pay attention and just go have fun with my friends. Um, and, I, you know, I was trying to get into dental school at the time and I didn't like it at all. Like everyone was smarter than me. Everyone was kind of very into their studies and I wanted to go, I wanted to go have a drink or two. <laughs> so, or you know socialize so i moved to new york my friend said you want to come live in new york for a little while for cheap rent how am i supposed to turn that down so while i was there i kind of met some people and kind of i always had like a maybe a little bit of desire to do art but then i got into it started taking a, my first acting class and i was like oh, okay this is it if i can make money doing this this is what i'm going to do for the rest of my life and it worked out it, it's very grateful it's very lucky you know Wow. So what, what about your family? Were they like, they, especially the mother, the, the Filipino mother, they want, they're like, are you going, why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? Why us? are you, you leaving? Know? Why you're going to be broke? You're going to be, they thought I was going to be homeless. You know, because yeah. they're like, you, you will not eat my adobo anymore. Yes, <laughs> no, and they missed me when I left. But I said to them, I said, listen, I love you so much. You're my parents. I will never not love you, but you got to give me a chance. Let me try this and let me see what happens. You know, if, if, if it doesn't work out, I'll go back to dental school. I'll go be a doctor, but just let me see what happens. And it worked out. So very, very lucky. And now, now my mom is like my biggest fan. She wants to be on, she's like, when are you on TV? I want to watch. I'm like, okay, mom, I'll let you know. I let you know. So they're very supportive. They're supportive now. Have you been to the Philippines? Once, when I was six years old, it was not oh, great. Wow. My, my grandmother was past, was dying. So we all went over there. Uh, my mom's from Pangasinan in, uh, I guess, okay. So we were there, but we got to go to 100 Islands, which was extremely, that was incredible to me. Oh, wow. So, you remember but, it? At six I, years I, I old? haven't been there. But what I do what I do now, I want to go back to the Philippines, to that similar area, but I need to check out palawan and that whole the the white sand beaches that looks Bal like paradise to me what, what's it called oh, balisin. Uh, balisin and barakai barakai barakai, barakai. barakai. Yeah. I, I need to go check that out because it looks unbelievable i know but how come you never i know you 
your mom is Filipina. She never yeah. like at least like try to to force you. Usually, mom, come on, if you want to be an actor, just go to the Philippines. It will be because you know most Philippine typical Filipino mother always would say that they say you should go to the Philippines. Well, hey, I didn't speak the language, but then she says it doesn't matter. I go, what do you mean it doesn't matter? How can I? I get to start speaking English on these Filipino shows. She's like, it doesn't matter. They'll be fine. You'll be fine. But I, I never, I never pursued it. I came here instead. But I, I this is where you have that to be. Los Angeles is where you know the epicenter of entertainment is. So. I, I have to be here. So, but, Michael, when you were yeah. still in, uh, you, when you were younger, and then uh, also in dental yes, school, yes, look at you! You have that mischievous smile, man. I love. Oh, it. you know what's coming. You got that thing about. You it. know what's I coming. Absolutely love you. You're so fun. It's like, you already know. Oh, yeah. You already know who I am. So this is it. When yeah. you were growing up and up to dental school, were you already the hunk? Oh, oh, between your circle of friends. Yeah, I, I wasn't the hunk. I mean, I, I definitely was more outgoing than everybody. And I, I you know, I'm not. I just, I enjoy. I love people. I'm a very social animal. I love enjoying. Oh, like this! Oh, <laughs> oh my God! You, you guys can do that. You can. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> oh, Yes. Uh, you, you know what gave me a, lot, a good sense of confidence, self-esteem from when I was younger was soccer. I was a really, really strong soccer player. So because of this, I walked around thinking, you know, I was really good at soccer. I was really good at sports. I was getting scholarships into high school and he was helping me and it got me into college. So I walked around thinking, you know, I was like a stud. Uh, that's good and bad, you know, because <laughs> being overconfident <laughs> is, not, is not good. And, you know, this career actually humbled me because in the beginning, it's very, very difficult. You know, I, I came to New York City saying, oh, acting, this is easy. I'm going to come in here and be in all the movies and be a big star. It's not how it works. Mm -hmm. It is hard work. It is determination. It is persistence. You have to keep going no matter what. If your your heart is in it and you believe in yourself and you believe in it and you want to do it, there's no excuse but hard work to achieve your goals. So that's how I approach life now. So it kicked me in the butt, you know, in the beginning years because I was making no money. There was just, it's just hard to book roles in, in entertainment. Now I'm working steadily. So extremely grateful and blessed and uh, I've enjoyed the journey. But wait, when you first started, um, you never thought about like just sticking in um, New York? Because there's a lot of like acting classes and, you know, instead of no, going to no. L.A. So, so so a lot of New York actors are theater actors. There's a lot of the Broadway, singing, okay. dancing. I can't sing and dance. I mean, when I drink, I can dance. But I can't like <laughs> professionally, you know, I'm not like yeah. a dancer or, or I don't have a wonderful voice to sing. So theater uh in new york is very serious and it's a very lovely community and it's you can make a lot of money doing that but everyone kept saying you know you're more of a film and tv guy you should probably get to los angeles so in the back of my head for like five or seven years while i was in new york i was like i'm gonna eventually have to move to los angeles did i want to no did i want to leave my family no my mother is dear to me my family is dear to me but i had to do it and i, I did it and it worked out thank god do you have like a lot of Filipino relatives uh, here in I New York? I do. They're all in Hawaii. Everyone's in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Oh, what about wow. there? What about in California? Not in, really in Los in Angeles. California. A few. Not many in Los Angeles. They're all in Hawaii. I have like 40 oh. cousins. They're all in Hawaii, which is nice because when I get to go to Hawaii, I get to see them and go visit Hawaii, which is always beautiful, you know? Hawaii is oh, wow. it's a paradise. I absolutely love Hawaii. But speaking of earlier that you you mentioned that it's hard work and no money and all and all, did you ever try that? Because whenever we go to New York City and yeah. um we go to restaurants, right? And we've seen those beautiful, you know, waitresses and waiters, and yeah. they're like so good looking. But we were like, I bet that's a model. So what did you ever have that day job? 
because that's uh, mostly oh, that's what oh, they do. I, I, I waited rest. I waited tables in restaurants for God ten years before. Really? I, oh, hundred percent. That that was how I supported oh. myself through that and like. But but then eventually, you know. So let's say your full time job at that point is a waiter. It takes up one hundred percent of your time every year. As I get more and more acting work, it would go down to like ninety percent, then sixty, then forty, oh. and then all of a sudden, oh. oh wow, you're making enough money, and you'll never have to do that again. Hopefully, so it's just it was all oh yeah. I was waiting tables. I was up till two three in the morning sometimes at the bar cleaning up, thinking, you know, it's okay. This is temporary. The key was you had to keep your mind in. This is a temporary thing. It's not going to be the rest of your life. You just have to grind through it. It's what you have to do to survive. So I, I did. Yeah, I didn't have a, I didn't go from like, you know, zero. A lot of the, you hear about overnight success. For yes. me, there was no overnight success. It wasn't like I get a role and all of a sudden you have a million dollars in your bank account. That's not how it worked for me. I worked literally doggedly for every single role, a minor role, up to a, a speaking role, up to an under five, up to a guest star, up to a recurring. And now... I'm recurring on two television shows. I'm auditioning for movies and I don't have to, you know, wait tables anymore. So again, extremely grateful and blessed and just always have gratitude for, for, for where I am in life right now. Extremely grateful. I know, but there's a, um, a British, uh, a British person that who, yeah. uh, yeah, it, it, who tell us that story. So Walk us through that story. I was in a restaurant. I was having drinks with my girlfriend at the time. And this British guy, I'm not going to name him, but he's a pretty well-known British director. He looked at me. I kind of looked at him, and he said, are you an actor? I said, no, I'm, I'm in dental school. <laughs> I'm actually a student. And he's like, I've got a role. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a film director. And I, I didn't really believe him. I didn't really, you know, because people t people say lots of things, you know. Yes. People, I'm sure, see, they all, yeah, I'm this, I'm that. And it's all, they lie, you know. But I found out later, he told me, I've got a role in this movie. You might be able to play the part. He gave me his card. I thought he was full of shit. And then, sorry, I didn't mean to curse. No, that's fine. It's okay. Don't worry. That's that kind you of show. Say shit, whatever. No, there are no rules here. <laughs> There's no rules. Okay. And then he, I looked him up. He was actually a legit director. So I started working with him on this role for the, this film. I actually didn't get the role. It went to a name. Uh, but... That's when I was like, this whole art and the craft of acting is something that is very interesting and very fun for me. Like I, it, being able to get lost in art and creativity, all of your problems go away. I don't know if you've experienced that or anything, but when you're doing something you absolutely love, all oh, of your yes. problems go away. Exactly. Oh, yes. Like, oh, yes. Like you guys right now, while you're doing this, you're mm -hmm. not thinking about anything but this <laughs> makes you happy. I can see the smile on your face. I can see how happy you are. You're always happy, but I get <laughs> Well, I'm extra happy today. I, I know. So when you're in doing what you love, there is no feeling like it. So what, after that experience of going through classes and sessions with him and working on this character and this role, I said to myself, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I just started pursuing it. Literally from that day on, I said, I'm going to do this. It might take a while. It might happen overnight. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to make money at it, and I'm going to make it happen. And I and I end up doing it. So it's, it's it's amazing. I still can't believe it sometimes. You know, when I'm on these sets around these people, and you know, doing it on in in LA, I'm like, wow, this is literally. I, I had no idea this was going to be my life. So again, 
grateful for the universe. Exactly. My God, we are so grateful too. Because uh, imagine if you if you dis- if you listen to your family, the Filipino family, that go to the Philippines and be an actor. I'm right. sure definitely 110 you'll be so famous in the Philippines. Yeah. But it's definitely. different. It's Hollywood, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's Hollywood. Those uh, those tele those, the super teleseries, the, the teledramas, yes, the, soap the, operas, the, oh yes. All those people are beautiful. I, the the men, the women. I'm watching these shows. I'm like, they're all like perfect looking. It's really, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but hey, yeah. you know what? It's never too late. No, I you can. Still, yeah, I can. You, it's never too late. <laughs> oh, especially. Oh my God, with I, your connections and I mean, our connections. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, Michael. Okay, fine. You are already a Hollywood actor. Come on. You got yes. out of the struggle phase. Thank God. And we're so happy. Yes. We are so, you have to teach me Tagalog. I have to learn Tagalog. No, the thing is, yes. the, the thing is, immediately when you land in the Philippines, you will be booked in a film in a in a series. You will speak English, and your your lines will be English. But it doesn't matter. They will just. You will have to learn that's how it's yeah. going to be and then but, i could vacation in barakai you see oh there you go <laughs> oh wait mark um uh, mark has a question which is our yeah. dearest friend he's a, a huge fan of yours where did you take your acting classes what acting company helped you with your hollywood career hi mark how are you <laughs> oh I, uh, <laughs> I, I took uh classes at a place called terry schreiber studio in new york city it's a theater studio uh edward norton is the famous student that went there he's amazing i studied with his teacher um and that gave me the ground the foundation for for the craft there's a lot of theater work but um you know in theater you learn the basis of acting what the, the originals of acting and then you could translate those skills once you've done a lot of it to film and, and television because it's a different it's a different uh, medium uh, theater versus film and TV, but there's lots of wonderful classes in Los Angeles. But where I learned first learned about acting was at Terry Schreiber in, in New York City. It's still there. It's an amazing studio. Oh wow! What about a question? Oh wait, hold on. Now, <laughs> Lally's asking. Actually, Lally also Amante is from yeah. Manhattan, New yes. York. He's oh my God, a big big fan. Lally is a friend to the show and uh, sometimes guest host with us. Yes. Oh okay. great. Yes, yeah, she's asking. Omg, I think I met him on Bumble already. <laughs> Are you single? Are you on Bumble? <laughs> I am not on Bumble. Absolutely oh my! Not. Wait. I I am not single. I am not. I am oh, not. you're not. Sorry, guys. Are you married? Sorry. No, I'm not married. But I have a lovely, lovely, lovely uh, uh, girlfriend slash life partner that I, I I have out here. Just, oh. Okay, all the all the gays' hearts just broke right now. I know. <laughs> Oh yeah. my God! So is she Filipina or, or not? She's not. She's not. She's an American girl from the Midwest, and uh, she's been an actress. With, uh, she's not an actress. She's a producer, actually. Oh, uh, better. Uh, yeah, 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 no, she produces. <laughs> no, 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 no. You caught that? Wait. I know, I know. Just no, kidding. Like, <laughs> okay. We're on separate sides. She's a producer. I, I'm an actor. You know, we've only worked. It's funny. People are like, do, do you work together? We've only worked together a couple times. You know, but she's a. Uh, She's amazing. Uh, I met her when I first got here, and uh, it's hard to find good people. You know, sure. I don't know if you, in this world, in this industry, sometimes there's some people you just can't trust, and, and it's hard to find the real people who you genuinely can say, "Oh, this person has my back," or "This person has my genuine good interests." True. And there's not many like that, and I and I found that with her. So once you find that, you don't want to let go of it. So I, I'm very very happy, and you know, you you need emotional support. Well, in this industry sure. and in any in life, you need you need that whether it's family or your dog or you, you need 
a companion because life is hard. You know, sure. people come they're like, your life is so great. You make, you make money, you're on TV. God, you have a dream life. And I, I want to tell them, I'm just like you. You know, we all have our things. We, life mm-hmm. is, can hit you in many different ways with death and loss. And, you know, I, I lost my grandmother uh, over Thanksgiving. It was horrible. I'm oh, so sorry to hear. Yeah, it's, oh, wow. one of, I was, it's one of the saddest moments of my life was dealing with that. So, yes, yes, you know, I'm on television and I'm working in the industry. But, you know, I experience, I have feelings. I, I experience loss and grief just like everyone else. So mm-hmm. I, I, it's important to have emotional support in, in any form. And especially during this pandemic. Are you kidding me? Like Exactly. I, Imagine, you know, go, go dealing with this, having to do this on my own. So I'm just extremely grateful that I've got, I'm lucky that I have a life partner that I can bounce my problems off with because, yeah, it's it's tough. We have to navigate this life. It's not Imagine easy. by yourself. How did you, wait, yeah, speaking of pandemic. So yeah. how was your pandemic life? Oh, like, the started first, in yeah, March. The first few yeah. months, how did you handle it? March 15th, everything shut down. And at that time, I was uh, I was very healthy. I was very you know I was eating healthy. I was on a thing called a keto diet. That went out the window. I ate bread. I ate cake. I ate, I was pasta, pasta, pandisol. I literally oh, I oh, oh, okay. Pandisol is like my favorite food in the world. I take the pandisol. I toast it. Put the butter. I was eating them every single day because literally this town shut down. The whole world shut yes. down. No work. You were told to stay in your house. And then, yeah, I'm thinking, well, it's over. <laughs> yeah, life is now over. So I just ate whatever I wanted to. It was not a great time for me. And I just, I'm very active. I have a, a regiment. I like to exercise. I like, we all have our things, right? A routine. That routine stopped. And that's, that's not good for me. I like to keep with my routine, but I couldn't even go to my box uh, for exercise. I couldn't even go to my boxing gym. Everything shut down. So no exercise, couldn't leave my house. I pretty much sat around and played video games and watched movies and TV and ate and drank. You know what I mean? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't fantastic. For how long did you do that? Oh, God, I gained 15 pounds. So for about, yeah, three or four weeks, I just kind of hung out and played video games and just chilled out on my the quarantine 15. Oh, wow. True, true, true. Exactly. Uh, but after that, I realized, you know, when things started to open up and the weather was, was getting nice, I'm like, screw this. I started going running on my own. I started kind of mm-hmm. exercising my with you know with the mask we're trying to be safe and and i just started thinking okay this is going to go away the pandemic is going to go away so you need to be ready because auditions are going to be coming and then they did they started to calm and and that was good i actually booked a role recently uh that i can't really talk about yet but okay it'll be not a, yet I, yeah, yeah. Really, um, actually i can say it's on a show called shameless on showtime uh, oh no. Shameless on Showtime! Congratulations! Wait, uh, so th- you're still going? Um, aren't they going to be on their final season? I know, I'm this not is sure. Their final season, yeah. Oh, you're in it! Yeah. Oh my God! Oh my Big God, bang! I'm so gonna watch so, it. It's a wonderful show. That was a wonderful experience. But uh, they're doing extreme COVID, taking extreme COVID measures. They've been extremely safe. The protocols are all there. It's really it was a wonderful wonderful set to work on so i'm very excited and proud that's a nice it's a really good show it's wonderful wonderful cast talented people so that's it's the most ridiculous show ever it's the most ridiculous it's so bad it's so good is it good is it really that good oh Oh, i'm gonna watch that oh wow especially that you're in it oh definitely late like a season so i because you know there's a lot admit it there is a ton of beautiful shows right now yes on 
on TV and street and stream platforms, right? So you can't just. Well, what am I gonna watch? Oh my god! I know. I know. Did you see a show called The Undoing? Did you watch the The Undoing on HBO with no, uh, no. Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant? It's oh. unbelievable. Unbelievable. I heard oh, about no, it. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. Check it out. Nicole Kidman, the both of them. It's like a master class in acting with a good story. You'll, it's in uh, based in New York. You guys are going to love it. You'll love it. Oh, my God. Definitely. Oh, yeah. you'll, you'll watch the whole thing straight through. It's like totally binge worthy. You'll check it out. Oh, my God. You know what? Yeah, we will definitely <laughs> but, watch but it. But speaking of shows, okay, yeah. I know you, you did your thing. You, you were a struggling actor. Yeah. What was that big break that you can say that made it for happen for that you everyone but, notice it yeah. i would say it was probably good trouble or, or oh, good trouble probably good trouble started to really because i had done a recurring role in freeform called switched at birth uh wonderful wonderful show but the show that people i think people started to notice was good trouble where i played brian the love interest to gael tommy martinez and uh, wait i'm dying wait i i just uh watched it uh, last night and i'm on episode halfway through episode four yeah i'm yeah, like yeah. this is my <laughs> show this is so yeah, woke it's a wonderful it's, show it's, it's well written it tells yes. incredible storylines relevant storylines yeah wait till you see what you, you but yeah you'll see what happens but, 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 i'm curious but, yeah. I, but i love it because i love it more because you when you started to kiss the guy and i was like when you started <laughs> Kissing Gael, I was like, "Yes, Michael." Yes, people, people really loved our relationship. Our love, our relationship on that show. It's, and he's a wonderful, wonderful guy. I, that whole cast, because that that cast is, is I, I liken them to. They're they were not prima donnas. You know, there's a lot of actors in this business that can be there. They're, they have egos. They're kind of they're, they think they're above everybody. Every single one of those actors on that show was a new actor. There was their first series regular. It's role. very diverse. It's oh wow! Diverse. I watch that. Okay. You got three. Oh, it's wonderful. And everyone was so humble. It was like really, truly was a family. I have nothing but amazing stories and and good things to say about Good Trouble. I'm grateful that I got to be, uh, you know, a part. Of, you'll you'll enjoy it. You're gonna enjoy the whole series. Yeah, I, I will. I will definitely I watch it. I think I saw it. on your Instagram that you went. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That you were passing. Uh, uh, notes with one of the lead stars, Mariana. Uh, who, oh, oh, yeah. What, yes, thank, yes, like yes, a thank yes, you note. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and she was saying, I can't wait for you to blow up in here, Michael. They would see your talent and the good, you're, the good trouble. You're, oh, wow. You're going you're gonna to see. Yeah, she, um, I, wrote a, I, I wrote a note to, uh, to her, um, uh, Sierra Ramirez. And, um, and I, I just said to her, thank you so much for sure. Because she was one of the stars of the show. Her and Maya Mitchell, the leads. And I, I just yeah, wanted yeah. to make sure she knew how grateful I was to, to be on with her and let her know it was, it was a wonderful experience. You know, you got to do that. I always do that stuff because you share beautiful moments, you know. You guys probably do the same things. You're sharing art together. It's a exactly. special thing. It's a special thing people don't understand. Like there's a bond that forms when you do that. You're forever mm -hmm. going to be connected. You are forever connected to the art and your hearts are in it and the passion. It's it's beautiful. So I made sure she knew how happy I was to get to work with her. It was just a, a wonderful, wonderful experience. So Good Trouble was probably the, I guess you could say a, a breakout role for me. But, for but, but it, well, is it still okay. season one though right now? And then there's season, season two coming? Season two, I think aired. And then I, yeah. So there's a season two as well. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. So Good Trouble. I, I'm binging it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, binging it. I have a, okay. I'm just curious. Whenever you have like a, a role, um, let's say yeah. you're auditioning for a role, like for example, um, uh your favorite role yeah or you when you first started how do you what's your you how do you prepare 
you know, I, to, I, for a role? Like, do you do you have a ritual? Do you spray? Do you what do you no, do? No, I, I study the script numerous, numerous times. Like, I, I get the words to to where they're just a part of you. You study because I'm not great at memorization, so it was hard for me to remember remember the lines. So I have to read the script over and over. And once I have the words down, then I put the words away. I start looking and creating this character, meaning. I start creating a backstory for him this beyond the words beyond he's 5'11 and nice. I take that and extrapolate all the way back to when he was born. I think about how did this oh. guy grow up? How, who's his family? What is his family like? What kind of cologne does he wear? What sports does he like? How sensitive is he? How not sensitive is he? So you take all of these attributes and these characteristics and then you bring them to the table to me my present self, then you wow. say the lines with the given circumstances, then you have a character. You know, it's not oh, just wow. words. It goes way beyond that. You have to create what I call truths. You have to create circumstances that are real in your brain. You have to literally believe. If I, the character says, your mother died in a car crash, you have to think about what if my mother, God forbid, died in a car crash? Yeah. How would that feel? What would I see? What would I experience physically emotionally and go through that that's how you prepare for a role real internalization oh, wow. basically you know, style. Yeah. Internalization right? and endowment like and let's say you were in the hospital for three weeks with your mother before she passed away what does the hospital smell like what does the doctor look like what does oh the machine wow. sound like everything you know those all machines, the elements wow ding, ding 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 and like the heart monitor what you, you experience that if you can experience all these things and endow, it's called endowment. You endow like this coffee cup. This cough, what if this coffee cup was the last coffee that my mother drank? I probably would look at it differently than just this regular Starbucks coffee cup. You know what I'm saying? If you endow everything in the world that you're supposed to be living in with some sort of meaning, it becomes real. That's how I prepare for, for roles. Oh so my yeah, God, all that's the so deep. Right now, yeah, to all the people watching, acting, it's not just words, guys. You have to literally literally endow people and things with meaning true meaning that can affect you that's how you do it we learned a new oh, word wow. today everybody i'm sorry michael i'm going to take you to the gutter again because yeah. i only know the words two words well endowed yes exactly <laughs> thank you but, I just, oh, touché, touché. yes touché. but also so for example like you will have a, a role let's say you have to go to a slums, let's say in the Philippines. And yeah. some actors will just be like, okay, this is, but you will, I'm sure you will literally go to the slums. You're going to immerse in the garbage, like most in probably. I, I haven't done that yet, but I, it, so let's say you, you don't have the ability to actually go to the slums. You have to at least go into your own mind and think about it truthfully about what that would be like. But yeah, there's some actors who can afford to, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro for Taxi Driver, what, you know, it's a famous movie. He literally, I think for a month, rented a cab in New York City and started driving people around so he could experience exactly oh, what wow. it would feel like to be a cab driver. So for me, for my roles, I can't, you know, I don't, I'm not method, that's called method acting. I don't do it to that extent, but I do do deep, and 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 hard work on what this person's life is like on a day-to-day -day basis. What does he do? What is his routine? What does he experience? How does he see the world? I make sure I do that before I even say the words. Because if you do that and then you say the words, then you've got something that's real. If I just say these words right now 
without doing that. They're just words. You know, this truth is truth. When someone says something and it's real and it's truthful, you mean it and it's there. It exists. If I start saying words that I don't really believe or I don't I don't even really know what I'm saying, it's bullshit. And and doing that and what and an audience, it's it's treating the audience with disrespect. Because you're basically you're trying to trick them and it doesn't it doesn't work. You know what I mean? You're you're insulting their intelligence. Watching bad acting is insulting to someone's intelligence. Do you know what I mean? That's so true. You know what I Not trying to just say something that doesn't mean it. Don't you look at the screen? You're like, I don't believe that guy. I don't believe that his mother just died. I don't yeah. believe <laughs> he's true. dying from a disease at all. And it's insulting. So I make sure that it's completely truthful and completely real. And then you can perform and do something with quality of quality. Wow, we've learned so much from you today. I love acting. As you can see, I, I love it. It's my life. And I and I, even, you know, even when I get the nose, I, if I audition for me, I always try and keep the work, the quality as high as possible. You have to. You have to. You know to. what? We can tell because the way you're explaining it, it's but like yeah. you really feel like what you're explaining. You're trying to, you know, make yeah. sure that we all like we can envision what you're saying that that's how good is, you this are this is really like a craft for you like you know a real yes. job that you you know the ins and outs you study it and all oh, that wait wait speaking of that that you kiss a guy right on a one yes. on the series yes. oh he he kissed yes. a lot of guys he kissed a lot yeah, yeah. different roles yeah. so wait wait so question baby, you, baby daddy was my first one oh, I love yes. that. baby daddy so baby daddy also, oh my god love that episode they love do that. you also endow like how do you do that? Oh. <laughs> how did you prepare for that how many guys did you kiss before <laughs> It's a guy. I pretend. I pretend it's a girl. So when I have to play a love interest where it's a man, I okay. pretend he's a female. So that's what I do. So that's why it looks real on camera. Because oh, Tali Martinez, I'm pretending it's a female who's either my girlfriend or whatever, whoever it is. So then I can do that. So it looks real. If I, you know, if I was pretending it was a man, because I'm not a gay man in real life, it'd probably be. I'd probably be nervous. But I just pretend it's a female. And you do it, and you commit to that, and you just go. <laughs> and they'd be like, "Yeah, I've done it." Yeah, because you, you are an aggressive guy when you guessed it on Big Daddy, right? Yeah, uh, big Daddy. aggressive gay guy on Big Daddy. So yeah, and then that's the first one. Tell us about your experience now on Will and Grace. Then, oh my God, Will, yes, Will and Grace was one of the best acting experiences of my life, and here's why. Every single one of those cast members, Sean Hayes, uh, all of them, Deborah Messing, all of them, Deborah yeah. Messing. They were comedic geniuses. There is oh. no doubt. Sean Hayes is one of the funniest people you'll ever meet in your life. I mean, literally just unbelievably talented. So when I was on that set, I was starstruck. And that doesn't happen to me because I, I'm very professional. I understand I'm working with bigger people. But being with Sean Hayes because I was watching what he was doing and in rehearsal. And I was thinking, are you this guy? And I was trying not to laugh. I'm trying to be professional. But watching him it was like an acting class watching his choices and his 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 process was absolutely incredible i should have been paying them for me to be on the <laughs> show I, I thought, like, I oh that, they're not good because, unbelievable yeah michael because sean's role is really like flaming gay and all that yeah right? but but yeah. when when i watched him host uh, guest host in ellen yeah, he's kind of like subdued and, yeah. and deadpan. Is he like that off when he's off the camera? He's subdued. He's very subdued and dry. He's not the outgoing. I know. It's amazing that he can turn it on and off like that. But 
brilliant. He's literally. He has two. He's two. He has two comedy st comedy styles, basically. I think. Exactly, right? <laughs> I agree. He's got that dry, kind of witty, oh kind of uh, fun, very intelligent humor. But then he's got that like goofy, funny, can be really you know flamboyant humor as well. It, the guy is. I was and he was helping me out, you know. Um, and it's funny during the table read, I was listening to all them do it, and I realized because I watched the show before. As I was listening, and I'm thinking to myself, as I'm reading the script, and they're sitting around me within you know, five or six feet. This is before COVID. And I'm sitting there. I'm going, I'm not watching TV right. I am there with these people as they're doing their lines. It was a very surreal experience dealing with legends. Those guys are comedy legends. Yeah, they are legends. Yes, yes. And yeah, I was yeah. wow. running lines with them. It was, very, it, it was the first time in my career where I was like, holy like shit. Don't like, fuck. <laughs> oh my god! Don't fuck this up, and you'd be like, you have to pinch yourself. Yeah, oh like, my god! Or be like, I made it. Michael Galante made it. Exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was one. It was unbelievable. It was very surreal. But they were so loving and wonderful. Sean was easy to work with, and uh, yeah, we had some really funny, funny moments. I hit on him in the in the bar. That was hilarious. Really? Yeah, yeah. But speaking oh. of um. Yeah, speaking of um to uh two sides that you're saying, right? Yeah. That you just mentioned. Do you have that or or you know like are you the the introvert type, the you know the extrovert you know, type? I, I, are you both? I, I, think I I can play. I don't know if you've seen on my there's a new show uh, that, well, not a new show, but the new season of Tyler Perry the Haves and the Have Nots. I am yes. playing a bad guy. I mean, I'm playing an angry, possibly abusive kind of a, like dark character. So I can play that, and apparently it's very convincing because people are hating on my character. His name Sandy Malone. He's playing okay. kind of an abusive boyfriend. If you watch some of those clips, it is literally the polar opposite of me playing a gay guy who's really friendly and but you know has an edge and has feelings, but much gentler and warmer than this character Sandy Malone that Tyler Perry has me going. It's a complete polar opposite. So I think I can play both. Uh, I, oh, I can wow. tap into. Because emotions are emotions, you know. You just have to make it truthful and real for yourself. And you could, I, in my sure. mind, I think you can play anything. You just have to tap into that place, whether it's you're a warm, gentle, empathetic person, or you're a dark, sadistic, angry. You can just tap into that world and and go there. So I think I can play both well. But I do love comedy. I mean, I, I laughing for me. I, I want to laugh all day if I could. Oh, yeah, oh so that's you your strong you, you can. I'm, I'm yeah. a very warm person. If you look just in general, like. I, I don't have a bad bone in my body. I would never hurt anyone. I would never physically, I'm not a violent person. I like to err on the side of warm, cordial, friendly guy next door. But they throw me in these characters that are dark and evil sometimes. I don't, <laughs> You're I don't like, know what? what it is. I, yeah. They're like, yeah, you have to kill them. Now you have to be like sadistic. And it's like, all right, I'll do it. You know, just really angry. But I guess, I guess, you know, auditions, I can get there. So they cast me. So You're I, a Scorpio, I'm, right? You're a Scorpio? Yeah. November 1st is your birthday. Oh wow! Halloween. Are you Scorpios? <laughs> really jealous? Um, actually, are you jealous? Are you jealous? Are you a jealous person? Absolutely, I can get jealous for sure. Oh. I'm a very passionate guy. Like I'm very friendly and warm. Don't get me wrong. But if you cross me or if you kind of screw me over, it's not. I. I. I that's not good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, our director is also Scorpio. So we, so know. we know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wow. But wait, question. So it yeah. seems like you're a very versatile um actor. Like you can portray any roles, right? So of like all it, the yeah. roles that you portrayed, what is? Do you have a favorite one that it's unforgettable? Wow. You know. It's, yeah. So I I did a show called. Um, 
is called relationship status with Milo Ventimiglia. Oh, show that. Yeah, yeah, relationship yeah. status. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him posing with another guy. That's Michael Ventimiglia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Milo. Yes, so yes, I yes, yes. And the the writer was a friend I knew from college. So she actually wrote an episode for me. Yes. Of me. That's Milo. You guys oh. know Milo. 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 So handsome as well. Yes. Milo is another wonderful, wonderful guy. Him, Tyler Perry. These are wonderful men in this industry. Wonderful. And I He's mean, nice, right? Milo helped me get a role on uh, Switched at Birth. He oh, knew wow. the character. Oh, that's how he is, too. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know if he ever admitted it. No, no, he, he did admit it. He made a call and said, Michael, you know, Michael really is solid and you should probably go with him. I, I found out he did that for me. And that helped change my career. So those kind of phone calls, that kind of help, you know, you don't forget that. So Milo, if you're listening, I appreciate, buddy. You're I amazing. love that actors helping oh. out fellow actors. Are you? Wait, it's it very good, few people. It doesn't happen like that all the time. When you meet good people, oh. you say you gotta hold on to them. I have a relationship with with him like that. I have a relationship with Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry has pretty much changed my life. Oh my, my god! Role, I'm have, I'm have now supposed to be one episode or two episodes and just a few lines. It's now turned into 21 episodes. Multi a whole storyline and through multiple seasons of his show and showing so, on own Oprah Winfrey Network. On Oprah, yeah, it's on oh, Oprah Winfrey, the one that yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll see Tuesday. My character is getting into so much trouble. You're gonna love it. It's I have yet eight. to get. I have to get on to the haves and haves. There's so yeah. many. There's yeah. so many. Yeah. Yeah. I have We're to finish so the trouble first. <laughs> storyline is just getting out of control. I can't talk about it. You'll see. It's like every episode. I'm just getting more and more trouble. You, you'll enjoy. But he's another man who's changed my life. To be on four seasons of a show like this, multiple episodes in four relationship with them, it's a beautiful thing. And it wasn't supposed to be like that. But when you connect with someone and you meet people who are like you, there's just something that happens. And it just it's it's wonderful. So anyway, Milo, I was on a show of his called Relationship Status, and the writer is a friend of mine from college. And she wrote oh. an episode for me because I was a big fraternity guy. I was president of my fraternity in, in college and I was the big oh, soccer wow. guy. So she wrote an episode about me going back to college, like in a reunion, and going back to my frat house and meeting all the frats, the the, the my frat brothers, and it was the most fun. Because I, I it was just me playing ping pong. I'm trying to drink, but my girlfriend's there, my current girlfriend's there. And I'm like, honey, like she's like, we have to go now. I'm like, honey, just like five more games of Beirut. And so we're going around, and I'm just, it was just so fun and free for me, and I felt so normal because I kind of like lived that life of. You know, really bonding with my fraternity brothers and have playing playing the frat guy. It was so fun. Lambda, and lambda. Yes, I know, right? Yeah. Alpha, alpha, to poppy, something like that. Yes. Exactly. Oh, wait, seriously, I I just said alamo. <laughs> seriously, you sound. It sounded like from your um from you know basing from listening to your story, you sounded like you had a big beautiful life. You know, I, like, I, I, you're, especially you're you doing your younger days. You're absolutely right. My parents, you know, they. They didn't have much, but they gave me everything I needed to succeed in terms of tools of, of discipline and love and support and to boost my self-confidence to say, you know what? You can do whatever you want in life. You got to work hard and you'll have to work hard at it. But if you want to do anything, you can do it. You just have to put your mind to it and work hard. And they instilled uh, my mother, my Filipino mother. I'll, I'll just, it's just and like literally they call her an angel. She literally, she's literally the reason why I'm a semi-decent person. She is loving, <laughs> she is caring, she is generous. Filipino nurses, what do you guys say? They're Filipino nurses. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> it's all love. So she, they instilled these values in me. And then 
my father, you know, gave me the values of like, you got to be tough. You have to be strong, you know? And I think together they, they, they gave me all the tools I needed to succeed and to always believe that you could do it. It's going to be hard. You're going to get lots of no's. You're going to get, you're going to get conflict. You're going to uh, get obstacles. But if you believe in yourself, if you continue to work hard and you just do good in this world, karma is real and will come back to you and bless you. And I think so far the universe has been good to me because I've tried to be a good person in my life. I, that's how I try and live my life is be good to others. And it, it comes back, you know, be generous with others. It'll come back. It'll come that's back how to I you. Yeah. How do you, um, how do you, um, handle rejections since your oh, dad right. just mentioned that to you? Oh, I, and, you and you went through a lot of that before. Yes. In the yeah. beginning, I hated it. I would say, you're not picking me? Yeah. Are, I was like, are, what? Are you crazy? Me? Yeah. This? Now, this? Yeah. Oh, this? this? You, you no. But now it's part of the business. You know, if you get a no, you just, you move on. The key is doing your best. Because then if you go into an audition, I'm doing my best and I'm feeling the work is amazing and deep and interesting and real. And if they say no, guess what I say? It's okay. On to the next. You know why? Because I can sleep at night knowing I did a great job. I crushed the audition. They didn't like that flavor. Fine. I'm going to move on and get the next one. You have to have that mentality to say, but you only can have that mentality if you know you're truly doing a good job. When you have regrets is when you feel you didn't do a good job. That's when you're like, True. I, That's up. I messed it up. I'm not going to get another chance. That doesn't happen anymore because I'm at a level where I'm always, always making sure the level is high. So you never, it never, it never came close to that point where in uh, you want to quit and you want to go back go to back. New York. Mom, it has, it just take me back. Yeah, there, were couple, yeah. there were a couple instances where it was like three in the morning after like a ten hour. No, there were, I was working like a double. It was working. I had worked like twelve hours at the bar. I was exhausted. Like so, you know, people were throwing food or just, it was just a miserable shift. And I was thinking, God, this sucks <laughs> i i'm tired <laughs> I, I can't sleep I, i'm doing this all the time just to survive and i'm like i could just stop now but something there's something about my spirit or the world or the universe that said just keep going because and my girlfriend always said this to me it, this is temporary it doesn't it's the pain will not last and i think that's a good life lesson pain and difficulty it, it it is temporary you know it, it will go away it will get better you just have to fight through it and i did and i because of that i'm in a place that's better better now you know so there's some life lessons to be learned there i know that you know what you're a lot of um a lot of people are commenting it says i, I can feel your energy your passion in your craft they're very impressed with your life seriously uh, what about what about um do you have do you have plans of like you know, having kids in the near future or propose to your, to your girlfriend. <laughs> no, hundred percent. Settle down. Settle you know down. I've been so, we're very ambitious people and we, we've got so much, uh, many goals to smash. Like I, I just mm -hmm. start for me. I've been doing this for 13 years. I'm just starting to feel like I'm getting someplace. Meaning like in my, cause I have high ambitions. I'd like to do more movies. I want to be a series regular one day and it will happen mm -hmm. in good time. But in the, in the meantime, we, I've started some other businesses actually. My girlfriend, I don't know if I told you about this, started a company called Shiver Pops. And this is right up your alley. Oh, what is it? Shiver Pops are the, the country, America's first frozen sparkling wine popsicle. Yeah. So it's pretty what? much. Wait, Shiver, Shiver like S-H-I-V-E-R? S-H-I-V-E-R. So no E. S-H-I-V-E-R. Oh, oh Shiver, Shiver Pops. They are okay. frozen champagne 
popsicles, and they're delicious. You guys should try some. My mom's watering right now. They're unbelievable. You go on the way. Yeah, there they are. Wow. It's Prosecco imported from Italy. And we have all these different flavors, and it's they're selling on online. We're sold out right now, but we were going to do it before the pandemic. You see, take a look. There's a tube with frozen Prosecco in it, natural ingredients, gluten-free. You guys are going to love them. There's a rosé. There's a mimosa. Oh, my God. Definitely. And there's a lemon. Oh, you're gonna go nuts! So I'm gonna, I'll get you guys some. You'll, you'll, you'll Please, and we will yeah. definitely post it and yeah, boost it. Enjoy them. Yeah, it's the world's first or America's first frozen spot. When did they start? Tell us about that. That we, that we story. We started four years ago, and we just launched last year. We we came up. She came up with the idea. We started working on the packaging and the ingredients, and we're like, can we make this work? And everyone loves them. They're delicious. They're natural. It's pr- champagne. Who doesn't love champagne, right? Come on, yeah. 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 So we're going to be hopefully when when the pandemic ends, we've we've got all these events and all these stadiums and all these venues that we can be at. But right now we're selling online. But people are having them. People bought them for weddings. People are buying them for like you know yes for parties for parties in Vegas. We're we're looking. You know, Vegas is very interested right now. So it's exciting, and uh, I think you're going to actually love. And it's the (laughs) first one. It's the first First one, one. right? No, no one's doing in the country right now. Damn, Michael, you're pulling a a lot from your hat. Wow, what else is your business? You'll never be hungry. You you gotta hustle. (laughs) You know, you you realize in this industry, you gotta hustle. You gotta do anything you can to make money. And I work my ass off. I like to always stay busy. When I'm not busy. Life isn't good, you know? So whatever it is, I, and I, I like the con- – she asked, do you want to help out with this? I go, I like champagne. I like popsicles. I like lemon ice. Hell yeah, I'll help out. So we've taken it on, and it's it's, it's doing well. Even in a pandemic, it's doing well. So And we're going to have a new flavor coming out soon. So it, it's exciting. I'm going to get you some of these pops. You, you'll, you'll love them. Oh, my God. What else? You said that you opened a, a few businesses. So that's the uh, shiver. And, that's, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Between acting and that, my I am extremely – and then obviously – taking care of my family and, and seeing them whenever I can. It's, I don't have much time, you know, acting shiver. Uh, and then my own, you know, uh, you know, PR and then seeing family. I, I, that's really takes up. A that's lot really of what, wow. Okay, but what do you do for re- to relax land, then? Relax. I like to listen to music. Uh, boxing has been a godsend to me. I love to exercise and I used to Pacquiao? Really, <laughs> it's your favorite Pacquiao. Love, are you kidding me? Manny Pacquiao is like a hero. Uh, I've been to his house. That guy is, I mean, I remember seeing oh, him wow. for the first time when he was like way young, when he first, and I, I'm sitting there in the living room. This is like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, saying, wow. who the hell is this Manny Pacquiao guy? He beat the shit out of some dude. And was like, the first thing he yells, they put the microphone on him and he goes, he goes like this. He puts his arms up. And he goes, I love you Philippines. And that was it. <laughs> as soon as he said that, I go, dad, I am in love with Manny Pacquiao. He was the man. I was like, this guy is so small. So tiny beats the shit out of everybody. It was exactly so ever since then we became huge, huge, huge fans. He's had some controversies in his, in his, the things, you know what I'm talking about? Some of the yes. things he said about, you know, different people. I don't yes. agree with that. I, I, yes. I'm a big supporter of the LGBT community, big one. So I don't agree with that stuff, but as a boxer and an athlete, I think it's wonderful for the Philippines to have a hero like him. It's, it is great. My God. Uh, but he's got to stay so- out of politics and, and just stay. Well, he, he may be running. <laughs> he may be running. We never know. Let's see. Yeah, he's a hero, which I which is great for the Philippines as well. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Aside from um, you didn't answer my question earlier about yeah. you having kids. 
yeah, so yeah, yeah. do you have, do you have plans? You're still young. But the deal is this: I need to. I want to. I want to give my kids a wonderful, wonderful life. Yes. I really do. So, in order for that to happen, there's some things I need to get done first to feel comfortable that I'm going to be giving them the best life they can. So true, it's really about. You know, I'm in no rush to do that. I'm gonna be exactly. okay. When it happens, it all happens. But I'm, right now, it's I'm really I've got some good things going with my career right now. I gotta keep that going before I make any life, you know, moves. You know, um, I'm curious, um, because you've yeah. mentioned a lot of good things about your girlfriend. Um, can you tell us how you met your girlfriend? Sorry, girls. No, this is the, <laughs> this is the Filipino showbiz <laughs> part of the interview. <laughs> so, in 2012. I did a commercial. I was lucky to land a commercial with Jay-Z. He was promoting a thing called the Duracell Power Mat. So oh, the Duracell wow. Power Mat was okay. the first wireless phone charger. It was me and Jay-Z in this big spot. It was amazing commercial. It was like me meeting him. It's hilarious. Beyonce. Beyonce whole, was there? Not. She wasn't there. <laughs> That's funny. You were like, I'm guessing you're a fan, huh? Oh, I, oh, oh big time. Oh, yes. God. Right. Uh, yeah. So the Duracell problem. There we go. That was, I was meeting him there. And w what happened was she produced that commercial. Kim, my oh. girlfriend, was the producer on that commercial. That was how we met. She was living in LA. I was living in New York. And about seven months after that, not because I was, you know, following her or anything, but like I had moved to LA. She was like really the only person I knew. I gave her a call. We started talking and then we had eventually started dating. Uh, it's amazing how that how that worked out. Oh my! How long have you been dating? Oh, we got eight eight years now. Yeah. Oh, seven wow. oh my god! So it's you know I told you when you meet someone that you that you really trust and believe in and and they've got your back and you've got their back, you stick with them. Yeah. And true. You, you don't you don't let go of that. So that's it's it's changed my life. She's just been so supportive and helped me get through some you know. Financially, things weren't always amazing for me. You know, I, I, I learned I wasn't doing great with filing taxes back in New York because I was kind of partying and still young and not figuring my stuff out. She really helped me with that. And then just being in the industry, she knows the, 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 the ups and downs of the industry and the toll, toll it can take on you mentally. So she's just been always been there for me to, to see me through and be like, it's going to be OK. You're you're talented enough. You are strong enough. Just keep going. And I, I have. And it's it's put me in just a different place in my life extremely grateful um, it seems like well eight years wow that's yeah. not everyone can last that long huh yeah no no i know i know right your parents love your parents yeah. love i'm sure your parents loves her oh my god and my grandma it's so funny you know my grandmother before she passed away she noticed too she's like you know kim because i i used to be kind of wild i was i was totally kind of a mess i would go out a lot in new york and i was bouncing around and dating a lot of people and my family i think they were a little concerned because i i was kind of a party animal it wasn't good you know i was kind of a mess so my grandmother she's a very wise person as grandparents are they said to me you know your life has changed a little bit i said what do you mean nanny she goes i think kim has had an amazing effect on you you seem like she pretty much said it looks like you have your shit together. <laughs> and, and I said, you know, I've met this amazing girl. She's like, good, stick with her because it's doing you good. And she was Don't ruin this. I know, right? Yeah, there, there's people in your life that you meet, you know that they're good for you, that 
you got to got it. You got to yeah. grab on to that. You got to hold on to that. You know, and it doesn't have to be a loved one. It can be a friend. I mean, we have good friends. Hold on to good friends. Hold on to True. the people that, even if they're not so nice, if they're telling you the truth and they're helping you because they care about you. Stick with them. Hold on to them because mm -hmm. that's so like true. what they're saying to you, and you're not liking that they're being kind of stern with you. It's coming from a place of love. If they're saying that's to you, hey, you should fix yourself, you should do this, do that. They're not saying it to be mean. They're saying it because mm -hmm. they want better, the best for you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people get defensive. They're like, "That's not. You know, why are you being like this? I'm being like this because I care about you and I want you to have a good life." Hold on to those people because they're the real ones. They're the real ones. That, mm -hmm. oh my God, that's, oh wow, we've learned so much from you, yeah. Pastor Michael. Yeah, Pastor. <laughs> but you know what? I'm curious. What kind of boyfriend are you to Kim and what kind of girlfriend is Kim, uh, gr uh, we have equal. girlfriend is Kim to you? We have an equal relationship. You know, she, she, you know, I, I learned in my life if you're going to be in a true relationship, be someone's equal. You know that was the motto. Be so if the, if someone is is needs something, be there for them. If you if because if you need something, they're going to be free there for you in all aspects of a relationship. You know whether it's love, whether it's physical, what's you what you want. This, someone's got needs, be there, like because they're going to do the same for you. And if it's equal, you've got a relationship. You've got an equal, beautiful, balanced relationship. Life. The secret to life is this, guys. It's all balance. It's sure. literally one big balancing act. Not too much. Not too little. Kind of how I try to I try to live my life because I used to live a life of excess. I was partying like crazy. I didn't have my mind focused. I just want to go out and have a good time, which is cool for a little bit, but you can't do that and also have a career that's kind of lingering and flowering because you want to go out and party. It doesn't it doesn't mm -hmm. work? So I had to shift and take about seventy percent of my time and efforts and put it into the craft of acting being disciplined and getting my life together. And I did. And I'm so grateful that I, that I did because it's your life. It, it's, it can take years. It becomes a, a, a path to happiness and success and health and a healthy life. Wow. You, MJ Ricardio said, hi, MJ. Thank hi, you MJ. again. MJ, Thank you. I love you. These people are amazing. Thank you so much for introducing me. <laughs> yes. Absolutely wonderful. Your energy. I, I see it in your faces. The energy you both have. It's really, it's infectious. So please oh. don't change. Keep it up. Don't stop what you're doing. It's it's wonderful. I hope I hope like you know like oh we were praying that we're just doing this actually for fun. We want to give you know positivity positivity because of when the pandemic started, when we when nine, we first started eight, yeah nine months ago <laughs> nine months ago we just started nine months ago. People need this right now. They need to see your jokes. They need to see your laugh. They need to see you talking to each other and that beautiful. It inspires people. The yeah. And my, I, I know it's infectious. It spreads. So the more people that see your faces and smiling, they're going to say they made me laugh today. That my life isn't so bad today. You know, because you exactly. don't know. Exactly. A lot of people suffering right now. There's lots of exactly. people losing their yeah. home, losing money. The pandemic is crushing. The people are getting sick. They need this right here. So please keep it keep it up. It's really wonderful, guys. So you know what? You know, especially, you. especially, uh, Michael. Um, you know the the guests that we that we usually have like have as an inspiring story and that's what we're trying to you know um show to and showcase to the viewers you know yeah. that hey your life is not as bad as bad as you think you know like we had like um a lot of guests that has like 
fucked up life before or and look at them now zero, like nothing it's zero like nothing real rags to riches you yeah. know yeah. as so. in rags to riches like sleeping on the um uh on the streets and all yeah. like you you used to be a party party animal that for those people who's like so party and you think like oh my god i don't know i think i, I don't know where, where to start but look at you but now there's a part of me that I was wishing that i was i was partying with you i <laughs> know <laughs> party animal oh, michael I had, uh, me too <laughs> I had a good time. Oh, um, I, yeah. It's all, it's all about gratitude, though, because I heard this saying lately. There's always someone that has it worse than you. As much as you think your life is sucks and it's awful, there's people in other countries who don't have water. There's people yeah. out there who don't have parents. And my heart goes, you know, so I, I always think about my life. Let's say I had a, an audition that didn't go well. Guess what? You know, I'm angry, I'm upset, but guess what? There's people who don't have auditions. There's people who don't have legs, mm -hmm. arms. So guess what? I'm going to stay grateful that I do have my health, the basics. I have mm -hmm. a roof over my head. I have family. you got to get back to the idea that, like, life is precious and fragile, and, and, and it could be gone like that. Correct. So just, yeah. just appreciate what you have now, and you'll be a happier person. So I try to remember when things get all in my head and things aren't going great. Just remember, you 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 have your talents, you have your magic inside you, and you are loved, and you have a wonderful, wonderful life. You know, we we have it really good. You know, a lot, a lot of us we just don't think about the things we have. We think about the things we don't have, and that's what yes. messes with our head. You know what I mean? So when yes. I yeah auditions now, audition didn't go well. It's okay. I can still walk around. I have my health. I'm grateful. Thank you, God, for giving me my health. That's it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. you know what? Speaking of health, um, for example, one of our a, a dear friend, um, Sophia Lim, um, she's from actually she's residing in Manhattan. Yes, she oh. said yes. What he is saying is true. You guys, um, you guys inspire people like me. Thank you, because you know what? Because she has a um, she has a, a leukemia, she has a cancer, and it's stage four, I think, and then. She's, you know, she's trying to survive. Oh, she said, yeah. she's like, she's crying. Um, because, and then ever since she started watching this, and then she told uh, me, she sent me a message like, Jesse, yeah. I just want to say thank you. Because we, guys, whatever who's, if we don't, um, a lot of people actually, I receive a lot of messages. And sometimes if I don't see it, it's because it's on the other because there's two different um, messages on Facebook. So I try to look. Buried, buried well, yes, yeah. and it gets buried most of the time. But thank God I've seen Sophia Lim's comment that was months ago. And now she's a, a part of the Overglass or Two family. Because she said, like, whenever I watch her show, you know, it makes me, like, you know, smile. And, and I listen to different um, types of inspiring stories that made me feel like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm lucky I'm still alive. I'm trying to survive. But... I'm always laughing whenever I, I watch your show. So for us, it's like, it's a big deal. Right, and Jesse, I just realized that my bullshit mouth and my dirty mouth is <laughs> making other people happy globally. <laughs> You're a hero. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> my <laughs> dirty mouth is a hero globally. Can you imagine that? You, you guys, you don't even, when you don't even, you just said you don't even realize you're helping people get through this. You're helping people mm -hmm. smile and stay positive. And it is a beautiful thing. And it is a real thing. This isn't a joke what you're doing. This is not just a, a thing. You are literally putting smile on people's faces and you're affecting them. And that's that's what it is. That's what the, we're supposed to do as are as artists. You guys yes. are artists the same. You're providing mm -hmm. entertainment and giving people something to look forward to. It's wonderful. Yeah. So, just like you what know, you're doing. When I saw like you in episode doing. two Thank yesterday on, on Good Trouble, I literally, I shouted, oh, oh my God, it's 
smarto. <laughs> and you know what? And by the way, thank you so much for for not giving up. Because you know what? You imagine a Filipino actor, a good-looking Filipino yeah. actor. It's already in mainstream Hollywood. Hollywood. Mainstream we Hollywood. need that. We need more of you. There's, it's it's hard. There's not many. I'll be honest with you. And it's there's really not many. That's why we. I've totally, definitely been turned down in this for roles because of my ethnicity. They're like, yeah, you know, I was probably good enough. I was probably I could act the part, but they're like, we don't like his look. We don't want his look. We're underrepresented in this in this industry, and it bothers me. But I have to fight through that and keep going, and I will, and I will be up there doing movies i will keep working it because i know i can do it i just have to fight through the bullshit of the politics of like oh he's filipino american there's not many filipino americans how where do we put them i don't care i'm gonna keep fighting through that and just show them that i can do this and, and i will break through thank you because i was about to ask you that like how did you uh was it did you ever had like felt like racism but well but wait you don't look um but you have a lot of your look is very you look, flexible you don't look you Actually, don't look filipino is, at all which is a, which is a good look thing at that. oh my god look at that <laughs> you're so good I love you used to pop up these things that you guys are watching I know, right? Ooh, <laughs> uh, yes I, I i definitely have a multi-ethnic look i mean you could play spanish someone said i could play egyptian it's wonderful but it's yes. also it's also difficult because they don't know where to place me. Is he Latino? I don't know. Oh. Is he white? I don't know. Is he mm -hmm. Filipino? I don't know. They, they don't know where to place me. So it's a good, it gives me more opportunities, but at the same time, sometimes they don't know what to do with me. So I lose out on jobs, but I can't, I can't control that. All I can do is control the work and be compelling and, and respect the work and the material and do the best I can. And I'll sleep at night. I will live and be, and be okay with that. You know? Yeah, oh, Michael, we, we have a question from our director and coming from me too, because we love sci-fi and Marvel. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> have you auditioned? Have you auditioned for Because oh it's also a big thing right now, Marvel and all these shows. Not auditioned for any Marvel movies. I was in a couple sci-fi films. I'm in a uh, sci-fi film called Case 347 about aliens and abductions. And it's really, really cool. But no, no Marvel stuff one day, but ho hopefully soon. I, I've... Please. I, I marveled for a Marvel TV show, like one of the like a Netflix show, but no, no movies yet. But that, yeah, that's on my list. I definitely want to get there. You know, definitely twenty twenty one onwards. Yes, you will be. You know what? Speaking of that, like um, Pacquiao, um, Pacquiao. We heard that there's a, a movie. movie about Pacquiao. Oh yeah. And you know, I know you don't look like Pacquiao at all, but yeah. guess what? You, I, I think there's one Spanish guy who's no, like, they're, they're, really? I don't know. They're getting. They're a, trying to portray a role. Remy, I know. Remy. Yeah, we were like Remy Malik. They're, oh wow, Remy Malik. I am like okay. I love him and his work, but mm. but everyone are like everyone are like no. He has to be a Filipino American or Filipino. Oh, they're trying to get Remy Malik to be many. Yes, times. yes. Ooh, I, don't know. If, I know. If if it's him, then might as well apply too, Michael. Uh, yeah, Michael, he should, Michael. <laughs> I'll try and play. Oh, that would be wonderful. We're yeah, having an interview with Jinky. Oh my God, Jinky oh, Pacquiao. Yeah, we will. We will have a, uh, an interview with Jinky Pacquiao. Yes, we. Yeah, the wife. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But she's in you know what? No, she's in LA. Right? She's in um Cali. Oh, no, no, she's in the oh, Philippines. Philippines she's right in now, the Philippines. Yeah. But dude, I swear, you should audition. Oh, I'll tell, I'm gonna tell my manager. I'm gonna get him on the phone. Are you kidding me? Phone you phone. could be the best, dude. <laughs> I swear, the audition. Might as well have me too. All bets are off. Yeah, but dude, exactly. and you, you you also you know you love to box, so why not, right? Oh, that too. Show his boxing picture. Oh wow! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're stalkers of Instagram. No, okay. public, public oh wow! Oh. Look at oh my god! Look at that! My boxing mayor! Oh my god! <laughs> Look. That was a fun photo shoot. Yeah, that's my boxing gym. That was my boxing gym. Oh Tiger my! Boxing. Wonderful, right in LA. 
That was a, that was a good workout. <laughs> it's an amazing what? workout. Boxing is just, it's incredible because it's focused. It's like, it's war. You know, you were literally, you know, at battle with almost yourself as well, because you have to technique. Mm. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful sport. My God, thank you so thank much. You. I know. You know what? I, but for 2021, we wish you all the best. And I, we're I praying wish that you. everyone the best. I want yes. everyone to be better for everybody. We need for it. everyone. We need for love. Everyone. We need health. We need to get rid of this damn coronavirus thing and just. Oh, back. but there's a mutation now. Did you Did you hear that, Michael? Oh, oh my God, it's it terrible. Oh, God. in England, I'm, right in England. Yes, there's two in Canada. What's right? happening? You guys, I don't know. Please, oh my God! Please be careful. Take care of your bodies. Eat vitamin D. They're apparently, I've read the cases of uh, coronavirus. Lots of the patients, a majority of them, have a deficiency in vitamin D. So try okay. uh, take as much right. vitamin yeah. D as you can. So stay healthy and stay well. You guys are wonderful, and I, I just want you to know that it was wonderful, wonderful meeting. Me I didn't too. know how this was going to go. I'm extremely grateful that I got to meet you virtually, and I'll get you some pops at some point because you're gonna love. Promise, this. promise, yeah, we will order it. too. I'll send yeah. your address. I'll, I'll send you some. You'll love them. Oh, oh my, my god, god, definitely. And also, since you said that, we can order online because you're, I know, right? It's sold out. I'll, no, I'll get them to be. We're sold out online right now, so I'll, oh, I'll get you. It's gonna be from the secret yeah. basement stash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll and dude, stuff. promise us. I know it's an hour, an hour and a half. Oh I'm god. so sorry, We're but dude. We promise us can you when you move when you um not move when you visit new york kim and you can yeah. you please can we meet for dinner uh, oh 100 absolutely right and if we go yeah, to absolutely. la we'll definitely yeah. you know buzz you be like dude come 100%. on we want to meet your your wonderful you know uh future wife and, you know, <laughs> let's have a wine is this going to be on youtube as well yes yes yes, yes. Okay. so there's like, yes. a link for youtube okay I'll, I'll yes, yes, yeah oh my god um, listen i'm grateful for you you guys don't change keep doing what you're doing it was really wonderful to meet you oh my god us too it's an honor we are humbled yes. would you like to say okay i know it's an hour and a half yeah. would you like to say a message to everyone and plug please if you will have your any future any projects and future projects, projects yeah. and current projects yeah so uh well thank you for having me um, I'm going to be on uh, Shameless on Showtime. I don't know exactly when, but then the next month or two months it'll be airing. But uh, yeah, to everyone, uh, stay safe, uh, love each other, check in on each other. It's a very lonely time for a lot of people. So make sure your loved ones and everyone you know is safe and healthy mentally and take care of yourselves and to a, uh, an amazing and much better 2021 to all of you. And uh, if you are supporters of me, Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I, I appreciate it. Thank you so uh, much. My God. Jen, hi, Jen. Keep on saying hi, awesome Jen. episode. Wow. Like she's one of your fans as well. You have so oh, many I fans here. Sure, yes. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and when the Filipinos wake up in the Philippines, they will now see you like, oh my God, there's a Michael Galante, handsome film actor. Yes. Thriving <laughs> in Hollywood. Wow. I got to do it. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, go Jcas close our show. Yes, to our Ogashians and friends. Thank you for uh, thank you for watching and don't forget to share this video video amongst your friends. Yeah. Also, please like and follow us here on Over a Glass or Two in Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also subscribe to our Over a Glass or Two YouTube channel. Mr. Michael Galante, you are not just beautiful outside, but beautiful on inside. the inside. <laughs> you are so smart and a good conversationalist and so fun. Thank you for being candid to today and stay tonight. Stay healthy, stay healthy, and stay safe. 
All right, we're going to cheers. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Cheers, yes. <laughs> uh, Michael and everybody watching and tuning in, uh, don't forget, amidst the pandemic, let's still find ways to be happy. Let's all talk about it. Over, Over a glass, glass or two. two. Cheers. Bye, Michael. Bye, Love guys. you, Michael. Okay. Thanks. Uh,